Of all the tools actors can draw upon when working on playing a role, the voice is probably the least thought of yet most valuable. Sure, we all remember our vocal training and maybe even our singing lessons as being a core component of our education, but many times this is thought of as foundational and oftentimes not part of our professional journey, quite as much as, let's say, oh, I don't know, other tools in our acting arsenal. Of course, if you're a singer, this is not the case. Your voice is your moneymaker <laughs> and therefore garners a lot of your attention. What I'm talking about is using the pitch of your voice as a way to accentuate the character choices for an acting role. Perfect pitch on this episode of Casting Actors Cast. It's time for another episode of Casting Actors Cast, insights for actors from a casting director. Here he is, your host, Jeffrey Dreisbach. Well, hello and welcome to today's episode of Casting Actors Cast. I'm Jeffrey Dreisbach. I'm a casting director, casting partner with McCorkle Casting in New York. How are you doing? I hope you're having a good day. Listen, I'm having a really good day and I'm looking forward to sharing all the information that I can in this kind of brief patio, these podcast videos that we call Casting Actors Cast. And we're going to address the voice. And that's part of what I call gear changes in acting work. But first, this is that moment of the podcast where I get to say, you know what? Thank you so much for tuning in. It's been an amazing journey having you on board all this time. And I'm excited that we're over 102,000 downloads of the podcast now. And so if you're new to the podcast, thank you so much for joining us. Listen, this is a great place, I think, for uh, actors, whether you are in school or whether you're a seasoned professional, I think you're going to find some tips, some hints, and some suggestions to make that acting journey of yours just a little bit easier. Also, here's my shout out to my good friends at Actors Connection, actorsconnection.com slash New York. It's a great online series of courses, of workshops, of seminars, all kinds of great things happening at actorsconnection.com slash New York. Finally, please do, uh, do me a big favor, if you would. I would love to have a review, a thumbs up, a like. Perhaps you might want to share the podcast. We're also simulcast on YouTube. You can go to the website, castingactorscast.com, where you can fill out a form that says dive into the talent pool. That form also has a place for you to ask a question. If you would like to see a particular subject or hear a particular subject that I might not have covered, or even if you want to go deeper into something I may have covered, then this is your place to do that. Doing that will open up some freebies. One is a book that I wrote on doing voiceover work, and it's called Conversation Pieces Out of the Studio, the voiceover workshop for professional actors. You can go ahead and check that out. Download it for free. It's a 100-page PDF I think you're going to find very useful. Also, there's a free video. It's 20 minutes. It's an exclusive private video, so no one else can see it. Only you, if you fill out that form. That's sort of the, the tease. And it's called Casting Secrets, What They Don't Tell You. And I'm going to tell you in this free 20-minute video. And it's all sort of my wish to establish a community of like-minded folks who can tune in on a weekly basis to this patio, this podcast video. You can check us out on YouTube. Also, don't forget, there's Jeff's Jots. You're going to find that on the website. 
Um, and that is literally the show notes that I use for the podcast. They're just one page, but it's a part of the blog on the website, but it's also corresponds to each of the episodes. Anyway, so that's a lot of stuff I'm throwing at you. So uh, thank you. Uh, that's all I can say is it just means so much to me that you're there. If you feel like a review, if you feel like spreading the word, I wouldn't mind one bit. <laughs> Okay, thank you. So let's jump into the subject at hand, shall we? Talking about perfect pitch or pitch perfect. Well, that's the name of a, a film, <laughs> of a movie. But perfect pitch, really, what I want to talk about is that significant, what I call gear change when working on a role. And the gear changes, if you've been a listener to the podcast, then you know. If not, I'm going to remind you. Um, if you haven't heard this before, then this is new information. Um, so gear changes literally are when you have a, when your character rather has a new thought that there are some pretty much technical things that you can do in order to make very, very clear what that new thought is all about. So the gear changes are four P's that I like to talk about. They all start with the letter P. And the four P's are pitch, and that's what we're going to talk about today, the pitch of your voice, pace, obviously that has to do with how fast or how slow the rhythm of the speech, pause, we've done a podcast on doing the pause, <laughs> and then the next podcast coming up after this one, after the one you're listening today, is going to be punctuation. And so those are what I call gear changes. And that simply means that new thoughts really demand a shift in the energy. And the pitch of your voice is clearly one of those shifts that you can incorporate into the character that you're playing. So the vocal pitch of the character really contributes to the character's intention. It also speaks to your uniqueness. Now, I've said this too many times to count, <laughs> but that is, as a casting director, I can tell you that your uniqueness is what is going to book you the role, not your sameness. You are not like any other actor out there. Your uniqueness is who you are. And bringing as much of you into the character, especially, but not limited to film and television, but especially film and television, starting with a foundation of you first means that you are allowing those things that are interesting, that are unique, that are special about you to inhabit the character that you are playing. And guess what? No two voices are alike. So like your thumbprint, you can't make a mistake. Your unique sound to your voice is part of that uniqueness of the characters that you are going to play. So let's not just decide that this is a mechanical thing I'm throwing at you. This really has to do with the culmination of all of those qualities that make you, you, and therefore that make that character interesting and unique. So, when you think about the changing the pitch of your voice, it simply is a way that it connects to the character's intention and to you, your uniqueness. I hope that that makes sense. So let's continue on from there, that there are some ways that you can 
work on vocal variety, including your pitch. One is an exercise that I've mentioned before, but I'm going to mention it again. It's called square breathing. Now, square breathing is such a helpful tool. It has its origins in uh, yoga, but Right now, uh, square breathing is one of those things that just help you so much feel more in control. Now, I use and have used square breathing both as an actor, as a casting director. You know, when I had to deliver my mother's eulogy, I was really nervous. And so square breathing helps save my bacon. And square breathing simply is inhaling through your nose on a count of four, holding that breath on a count of four, exhaling on a count of four, and leaving all of that air out on a count of four. So inhale, hold, exhale, hold. And you want to only do that four times. I'm going to demonstrate really quickly. For those of you who can't see me, <laughs> I'm, you can just hear my weird nose, <laughs> my nose sounds. So, and hold it. Two, three, exhale through the mouth. Two three, four, leave it out, and hold, hold, inhale, two, three, four, now hold it, two, three, four, exhale, two, three, four, leave it out. So I don't want to do that four times now, that becomes really a boring podcast, <laughs> that's not something I'm interested in doing at the moment, but you get the idea. So square breathing is great for several reasons. I mentioned about feeling more in control. There's just something about taking full, nourishing breaths that help you. But the secret, the secret is that warm, moist air passing over your vocal cords is a great way to warm up your voice as well. So something to think about. Using square breathing whenever you feel the need is an amazing exercise for you to consider. It's sort of a down and dirty warm up. Um, if you have an audition or you're about ready to work on a scene with another actor or you're on the set, uh, whatever, whatever your situation is, just think about square breathing and tell me if that hasn't helped you. <laughs> I love it when it helps you, but I'd like to know from somebody who said, you know what, Jeff, I tried that square breathing thing and it did me absolutely no good. Um, I'm probably not going to hear from anybody. That's kind of my guess, but you know, you never know. And if I do hear from you, I'll, I'll mention it. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to another quick exercise. Um, again, I don't want to go through, um, you know, the details of all these exercises, but in terms of the pitch of your voice, especially as it relates to doing gear changes, going from a very low resonant sound to a very, very high pitch sound and making that as smooth as possible. So going from very, very low to very, very high do very, very low. Or starting high and then talking and going as low as you can possibly go. Okay, so that may be not the best demonstration, but you can use it on, for example, you can say, ah, ah, ah. Um, my sound bar <laughs> is going a little crazy. So literally allowing yourself the free expression of the pitch of your voice to go up and then down. That involves a full breath, but that also involves the musicality of your voice, which is so very, very important when we talk about vocal pitch. 
Another exercise along those same lines is simply going from very, very soft, being as soft as you possibly can, to going as loud as you possibly can. So the idea is, is that as you stretch some of those vocal, um, what, are those, what, what am I trying to say? As you stretch some of those voice um, elements that you could have, um, it really does allow for you to, to express yourself a little more easily. It's not constricted. It's sort of allowing you the free expression of the character. And then trying different choices with scripted material. For example, when you have an audition, for example, please do yourself a favor and play around with the pitch of your voice. You could start low. You could start quiet. And then give me some variety, allowing the vocal expression to become incorporated into the character choices you're making make for a really unique and interesting audition, I swear to God. <laughs> so but when we talk about gear changes and changing the pitch of your voice, it's not an arbitrary kind of decision. Sometimes when a new thought happens, we change the pits of our voice. So I'm talking to you like this. I'm trying to make my point. And now I'm trying to make another point. Or now I'm trying to make another point. So you see the vocal range connects to the emotional intent of what you are trying to say. All right, let's move on from there. Here's some methods for using the vocal pitch. As I alluded to just now, a new thought means a new pitch. So as you're working on a script, as you're working on a scene, as you're working on an audition or a rehearsal, think in terms of allowing yourself to have those new thoughts trigger a new pitch in your voice. Now, I know this sounds sort of mechanical, and I'm not trying to get you to sound mechanical. I am trying to get you to be in touch with that quality that is often overlooked, and that is the pitch of our voice. So a new thought would be one. Number two, just understanding that the emotional expression, the emotional state that your character is in can manifest itself in the vocal expression of where you are emotionally. Um, I don't know if that was a kind of a convoluted sentence maybe, but I hope you understand that emotional expression really does change the dynamics of your voice quality, pitch being one of them. Number three, sometimes the pitch of your voice can just be a character choice. It can be an affect that your character might have. So that's oftentimes really, really fun, that your character can be one of those people that has a lot of variety in their voice or monotone. Maybe it's a character choice to really not give a lot of vocal variety. But it, once again, because it's character-driven, it doesn't become about the mechanics. It becomes about the choice that the actor makes for the character. So now there are some issues when thinking of your vocal pitch, and these are sort of the things that I do not want you to um, concern yourself with or to be sort of overly focused on. Just know that the pitch of your voice must be connected to the truth of the scene and the truth of the moment, as well as the truth of the character. I can't tell you how many times I see an audition where the actor chooses some sort of vocal affectation, for example, and it becomes about that. And so that's not what I'm talking about. 
I want it to just be part of the, the, the checklist of choices that you have as an actor when playing a character. So gear changes, but also character choice. Those are two things that you can really have fun with. And then you move on to other choices or other behaviors that your character is showing. Uh, here's another kind of an unspoken rule, but this is really important. And that is, please, please, please do yourself a favor. Never hurt your voice when you're working on a pitch or when you're trying to effectuate. Oh, good word. A voice. It really is important that you don't. And this is important for voiceover work for sure. But you just don't want to sound like you're hurting your voice. And for God's sakes, don't stretch or push your voice to the point where it feels like it's hurting. That's kind of crazy. And that's really unhealthy. And so I don't recommend that. Um, like, I, I knew an actor, a Shakespearean actor who would, you know, before the show, go out somewhere like in, in the men's room or I, I don't know, wherever, and just scream as loud and as long as he possibly could. Because the idea was that that a tired, worn-out voice was such an interesting quality that he wanted to achieve. But you know what? There's something so impractical and something so wrong about that that I wouldn't recommend that at all. And I'm not saying that this is a method actor thing, but I don't think you should ever... Um, literally physically affect the uniqueness and the quality of your voice by pushing or by hurting. I hope that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Um, let me also say that the vocal choices that you make for your character should not be arbitrary or, or something that draws attention to itself. Unless, and here's the unless, unless that becomes an interesting character choice. So, I don't know. I'm just thinking of, of the, the wonderful uh, writer Fado. And if you read anything, um, uh, if you remember your theater history, Fado wrote these amazing farces and uh, the Hotel Paradiso. I was trying to think of the name. It's a wonderful, wonderful play. If you have a chance to read it, it's just a lot of fun to read. But the one character who literally stutters when it rains... <laughs> <laughs> and right at a climactic moment in the second act, when the, the, the reality is going to be revealed to the entire group of people, the thunderstorm happens, and of course, the character can't get the words out because he has this significant stutter. So I don't want anything that you do vocally to simply draw attention to itself for its own sake. But if it comes from a truthful place within you, and you can have a little bit of fun playing with those choices, then that would be great. Because the purpose of having a, the perfect pitch for your character you're playing, really it provides just a different facet for you to discover some character choices. It's especially useful for, I think, stretching your vocal range, which is always a good and healthy thing. Plus, if you love theater and you enjoy doing theater, making sure that because your, your vocal cords are muscles, <laughs> that the musculature needs a warm-up, it really does help you make sure you maintain vocal health as well. 
Also, playing around with some um, pitch of your voice, playing around with gear changes and the pitch of your voice contributes to the mood and the energy of the scene. So that, honestly, part of your creative journey, I think, is to rediscover tools that can provide additional insight and interest in any character that you're playing. So next time you're feeling stuck or you're feeling challenged by a scene or an audition, think about the perfect pitch. It just might be the answer you're listening for. I'm Jeffrey Dreisbach. Thank you so much for joining me. This is Casting Actors Cast. Please don't forget to review, like, and share Casting Actors Cast wherever you get your patios, podcast videos. Thanks. I'm Megan Grace Martinez.